guys, welcome back to Fiora's Aphrodite Podcast, and this is episode number five. And as usual, um, I want to give a very, very big thank you to everybody who's listening and who is enjoying and sending me feedback. I really appreciate it because, um, you know, it helps me like know what what you guys want to hear and what topics I should talk about and stuff and how to be creative with it. And I'm very excited about that. So again, thank you to everyone who's been sharing, listening and telling me their thoughts and their comments. And yeah, keep doing that because you guys are helping tremendously. And um, I do want to address like a question that someone asked me. Someone asked me like, you know, am I going to feel some type of way? You know, am I afraid of being judge for the stuff that I say on the podcast or like where I come from and my background and stuff and it's like honestly at this point I'm grown like I'm 23 and everybody's grown and we're in this era like nobody should be worried about me personally like what I do in my spare time and my free time and who I am as a person and where I come from is nobody's business. And that goes for everybody, too. Like, it's nobody's business where you come from and what you're doing with your life. Like, that's period. So no one should ever make you feel some type of way about yourself based on what they're saying. Like, they don't know you. They don't know you from a hole in the wall. You know yourself, and you know what you're about, and you know where you come from, and that's that. So I just wanted to address that real quick. But thank you guys for listening, and... um. Stay tuned for the next segment, and we're going to get started. So for the first part of the segment, um, I want to give a very big thank you to our COVID-19 essential workers, our doctors, our nurses, our MTA workers, our grocery store clerks, um, anybody who's a frontline worker. I just want to give you guys a very big thank you for putting yourself um, at risk and just being just the backbone of this situation right now because this is a very um strong situation that's going on and there's a lot of mixed emotions going on with everyone and I just want to say thank you and I also want to give prayers and condolences to anyone whose family has been affected by this virus to anyone who has lost someone because of this virus I know that I've recently lost someone in my family because of this virus so this is something that's serious it is something that hits home um yes we laugh about it and we joke about it on social media and because they always say black people can't take nothing serious and you know we never really take things serious unless it's hitting home and you know this is something that we should really you know even though we're laughing about it and we're we're laughing because you know it's a it's a sad situation so the way we usually do, we we laugh through our pain and we are suffering through this experience, even though it may not seem like it, but there are people who are very ill and who are fighting for their life right now in the hospital. And I'm just very scared because I don't know how long this is going to last. And I'm just hoping that this will blow over soon because like schools are shut down a lot of people lost their jobs and just working from home is just not it for me and being remotely learning is not it for me. I like being in the classroom. I like being at my office. I like being 
able to work in my field. So I am hoping and praying every day. I talk to my ancestors and I pray and I light my candles every day. And I'm just hoping that this blows over soon. So sending out all my prayers and condolences to anybody who's been affected by this. Sending a very big thank you to our essential workers and our frontline workers. We appreciate you so much. And please, please, please continue to be safe and... You know, because you guys have family as well. So you don't want to put your family members at risk or yourself. So please continue to be safe. Everybody should be taking their precautions of washing their hands, using hand sanitizers. Um, wrap your face around with a scarf if you don't have a mask. Um, get some gloves. They're really cheap, honestly. They're selling masks in the store for like $2. A box of gloves is probably like $3. Like take the precautions you need to take to make sure that you're sanitizing and you're being clean. Um, someone in my building has been, you know, diagnosed with COVID. So I'm a little scared to even walk out of my apartment. So yeah, just be safe guys. So quick updates before, um, we start with the segment and the main topic of the episode. Um, we are officially on Apple Podcasts. Yay! I'm so excited. I got approved on Apple Podcasts and um, I'm super excited about that. But I am a little sad though because um, some of the, not some, all of the music that I add onto the episode um, using Anchor FM does not transfer over to Apple because of copyright issues. So I have to basically brainstorm and figure out a new way where I can record and add music to the episodes as well because I like the flow of the music. I like the transition and it helps me break down the episodes and I'm sure I'm I'm sure y'all like the music too. Y'all be jamming sometimes when I get into the breaks and everything. So um I'm working on that. I'm working on that. Um I'm trying to grow with this podcast. It's season one, so a lot of changes and um, alternatives will be going on here and there. And that's okay because we're growing and um, I'm excited. So I just want to give you guys a quick update on that. Oh, another update is that a website will be dropping this weekend a where you guys can book personal readings with me um I ordered my cards on Amazon finally yes I'm being a responsible adult and I'm giving you guys what I promised y'all so I ordered my cards on Amazon and they will be here on Tuesday the website will be launching before Tuesday so it'll be launched this weekend um where you guys will be able to fill up some spots um send payment info and everything and get reading started for next week readings will be affordable it's going to be cheap i'm not gonna ask you for 50 dollars for a reading that's just like obnoxious it's not that serious i'm pulling out cards and i'm reading what the cards are telling me it's not physical labor there's no extra work that needs to be done none of that so i'm not gonna sit here and ask y'all for crazy prices on readings the prices are going to be affordable and um one day out of the week i will be doing five dollar specials where you guys will be able to get five dollar readings and that's dumb cheap okay so um yeah i'm excited about that so readings is coming website is coming 
Um, we are on Apple Podcasts, but um, I have learning to do with putting the music and the episodes together so that it stays on Apple Podcasts and it flows just like how I want it to flow, just like how it flows on Anchor FM. And um, I heard we got stimulus checks going out. Hey, we got stimulated. We got stimulated. <laughs> um, for those of you who received a stimulus checks, please, 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 please. Don't let nobody tell you what to do with your motherfucking money. It's yours, okay? Last time I checked, the person's name on the bank account that it was deposited in is yours. It's not you, Tom, Dick, and Harry, and Tisha, Aaliyah, and Sasha. They're not included. It's your money. Do what you want. You want to blow it on seafood? Blow it on seafood. You want to blow it on Forex? Blow it on Forex. But if you blow it on Forex, just know you're going to make it right back. But yeah, feel me? Do what you want. You want to order clothes? Like, do what you want. It don't matter. It's your money. We've been suffering for months with this damn COVID-19 thing since about, like, February. Well, the end of January up until now. So, don't let nobody tell you what to do with your money. Enjoy it. Have fun with it. Pay your bills. Be responsible. Invest. Do as you please, okay? All right. So, that's it for the updates for now. And um, we're going to move on to the next segment. So the topic and main segment of today's episode is I put a spell on you. That's right. We're talking about hocus pocus. It's corny and it's cheesy, but I feel like in the spiritual world, it's very important to know about hexes and curses and also how to protect yourself from it and how to reverse it back. Because you honestly, sometimes... People are just very annoying and you just have to give them a dose of their own medicine. So I'm definitely going to give you guys a quick tip at the end of the episode on how to reverse it. So for the episode objectives, we're going to define what a hex is, what it means when someone puts a curse or some type of spell on you, different kinds of hexes and spells, reasons why someone may want to hurt you, how to protect your neck, and for the last part, I'm going to teach you how to reverse it, a.k.a. take that shit right the fuck back. So, what's a hex? We're going to say it's a simple definition. A hex is black magic. It's voodoo. It's hoodoo. It's that juju. And sometimes it's a tool for the bad mind people, you know? People who are just wicked and just, you know, wish bad upon people. This is this is their tool. And growing up as a Haitian girl, we used to call hexes and curses, zombies, wonga, bidun, or we'll say the terminology like, meaning I'm about to go light a candle on you. So there's different ways that we could define, like, what's a hex or what's a curse or, you know, when somebody is doing something evil to you. That's pretty much it. So, a hex is the practice of casting an evil spell over something or someone, while a curse is the practice of wishing bad luck and bad things to happen to someone or something. So simple. So, if I'm wishing bad on somebody, like thinking about it, that's me trying to curse you. But if I actually do the activity of doing something bad to you, unintentionally or intentionally 
then that's a hex. If I go see a spiritual practitioner and I say this person and this person have an issue with me or I got an issue with them and they did this to me, so I want this and this to happen to them. Here's some money. I guarantee you, if that spiritual practitioner is a spiritual practitioner who practices black magic, I guarantee you they're going to go to work for you. They're going to start doing that physical work. So the physical work of casting and wishing bad on somebody is the work of a hex. And then in the spiritual world, you know, we have so many different type of hexes and jujus and just different kinds of remedies and precautions that we can put up and put together just to take somebody down if we wanted to, you know. And I'm going to talk about two main ones for me, two main ones. But, you know, even though there are main categories, there are subcategories under those main categories. So for the first one, we're going to talk about roots. Roots is like the more traditional back home type of juju work. Like that's like the, it's like the strongest type of work in my opinion, because it takes a lot of practice and it takes a lot of knowledge. And sometimes you have to be born with that actual power to know how to do these type of things. I'm not saying you can't learn it. You, it is learnable. It's something if you dedicate yourself to it, it's something that you can learn and you'll be good at it. But there are some people who are just born into the world, into the spiritual world of having that power of knowing how to do these things. So traditional roots or traditional spells and root spells is basically like cemetery work like going to the cemetery and actually doing the physical work there or using objects from the cemetery like the dirt or a piece of rock from somebody's tombstone, like crazy stuff like that. So there's cemetery work, then there's doll work, the actual making of a doll, mimicking somebody. Then there's powder work, you know, sprinkling dust someone near someone's house or on something that they'll touch and then there's um poison work which is kind of like be done which is like a act of poisoning somebody so you could do this to somebody's food do something that they drink um and even something that they touch they they toothpaste it don't even matter as long as you the whole goal is that you want to poison the person so However way you choose to do it, it's the type of work that can be done. Now, the next one I want to talk about is very common, and it's a little cheesy. It's cheaper. Um, anybody can learn how to do it. Um, if you just have a, if you have good ancestors and you have a good spiritual structure for yourself, um, this is something that you can learn how to do and... Um, the ingredients is literally online. You can Google it. <laughs> you can learn how to do it on YouTube. It's very common. And I like to call this the jar lock spell. And this is the act of putting somebody in a jar. And when you put somebody in a jar, you'll leave that jar in a freezer. Now, jar lock spell could be used for 
specific reasons mainly. Um, it could be used to sweeten up a person. So, like, if somebody's, like, being a really bitch, like, a big bitch to you, or they just, like, angry all the time and they just mean to you or they irritate you. So, to make that person sweet and nice to you, you know, you could use a sweetening jar lock spell or... If you just want to make somebody so miserable and sad and, and depressed, you'll use something sour or you'll use something acidic like vinegar. So, boom. This is what you do, right? It's, it's corny. It's so corny, but this is really what people do, right? So, they could take somebody's picture. Or if you don't have access to somebody's picture, take a piece of paper, regular piece of paper, and you'll write the prince's name. Like, their full name, if you know their middle name, they have one, you knock that in there, too. Write it in. Write their whole name in. The whole gov. So, you write their name. And then, shit, I know their birthday. Write the birthday, too. Shit. You write the person's birthday. Bah, bah, bah. Oh, I know where this person lived in, too. I know their crib. I know the address. Let me write that down, too. Oh, I know where they work, too. I'm going to write that address down. So you basically just write in all the information you know about the person on this piece of paper. But if you don't know all the information, you just know their name, or you just know their name and their birthday, that's fine, too. It's going to work because it's all about the person, the person who's doing it. It's all about their power and how they just manifest it for you. Cool, right? So you get your jar, get your piece of paper, or you get your picture. You put it in a jar. Now, this is where your your wet content comes in. So it's either your honey or your vinegar, whatever your goal is. So you put it in the jar, whatever. And then there are some other items that you can put in there as well, depending on who you are as a spiritual practitioner. It's just, just, it's just who, depending on the items that you like to use. And they'll put it in the jar and... They'll lock that jar up, close it real tight, and it stays in the freezer. Now, I know people who done had six jars. Okay, I know somebody personally who done put people in jars that I know personally. And that's, personally to me, that's fucked up. And I believe in karma. And it's going to bite that person right in the ass. But that's basically what it is with the jar lock spell. And roots. Now, we know what it is. We know the different types. We know the definition. Now, how do you know if you've been caught in somebody's web of a spell? How do I know? How do I know? Life is so fucked up, Suki. I don't know. Everything's going crazy. I feel like somebody cursed me. I feel like somebody put a, a hex on me. All right, now you're going to tell me, right? Now, it's important to just know that sometimes we're just going through it in life and nobody's really doing anything to you. But if you're like me and you know that you're a good person and you follow the rules of life, you do what you got to do, there should be no reason why. Life suck so bad that you just want to end it all. This should be no, this should be not one reason why you feel like that. So, 
for me, when I feel like my world is literally crashing down, I can feel when something's being done to me personally. But that's because I've been through my own spiritual journey. I pay attention to my mind, body, and my soul. I pay attention to seasons and what I go through in life. I pay attention to all of those things. So it's easy for me to know how to know when something's really going wrong or when somebody's really doing something to me. So, boom. So, you'll have little problems, you know, crazy problems maybe in your relationships. You might lose a lot of money, so you'll have financial problems. You might lose your job, okay? You might lose your house. Like, everything is just being lost at this point. You might have some health issues, like really chronic health issues out of nowhere. If you know, it's just out of nowhere. Okay. That might that might be a, a little sign, you know. You might want to freeze up a little bit. And um, there's like changes in your appearance as well. For me, I'm going to talk about that personally. For me, I can literally see when something was done to somebody by just looking at them. Especially if I know them um, for years and I know that they've never looked the way that they've looked when somebody has done something to them. I, I, I can just tell personally, like, I can look at your face and I can tell when you are in a deep hole and somebody is dragging you into that hole. But that's just a power that I have personally for myself. I can see it. So sometimes when I notice it on my friends and stuff, you know, based on how they look and when they talk to me, my friends know, my sisters know when something's being done or when they are in some deep shit, I pick it up like that is very quick for me to pick it up. And I will literally try my everything to drag you out if I can. Sometimes it takes a lot of work, but sometimes it works. Um, another way you can know if you've been caught in somebody's web if you see like signs of dark omens. So like, mm, what's a good example? Oh, like a black cat. Some people say black cats are bad luck. I don't think black cats are bad luck. I like black cats, but some people think black cats are bad luck or um, when they see crows or if they see an owl in front of them, they wouldn't know. Like, depending on how you grew up, you know what's considered as a superstition, I guess. It's like, you know, if you see this, then that means something's going on and somebody did something to you. So it depends on what you know and what you is like, what you grew up just feeling like was just bad luck around you. If you if you seen this happen or if this came up, you knew that it meant something bad was going to happen or something bad is already happening. That's it. And then if you're like me, you see it in your dreams. You literally could see the person doing the spiritual work in your dreams. I see it. I see it all the time. I see attempts. I see people who don't even know what the hell they're doing trying it, and I just be laughing. I see it. So if you're like me, sometimes you see your, you see the signs in your dreams, and there are people who talk about, yo, I had a crazy dream. This person was trying to kill him, try to kill me, or this person was trying to hurt me, and doing this. 
yo, sometimes that shit is real. Pay attention to your dreams. And if you don't know what your dreams are, what they mean, ask your grandma. Your gra- Yo, my grandma, yo, she see numbers in her dreams. Like, she got dreams and her dreams translate into lottery numbers. So anytime I have a dream that I don't understand, I'm going to my mom and I'm going to my grandma because they know. They know. Especially if you grew up in a spiritual household. They know. They're going to tell you what it means. They're going to tell you. So if you're like me, you'll see it in your dreams. Sometimes I have a saint come tell me in my, like, well, it looks like, it kind of looks like a movie scene where me and a saint is sitting down and it's a Haitian saint. It's a Loire. We like to call them Loires. And, or you could say, what's it called? Um, Egoons. So it'll be me and the Egoons or the Loire sitting down. And we're literally having a conversation. And the Egoon is telling me what this person is in the works of doing. And how to prevent it and how to protect myself. So that's another way you can... Figure out if somebody's trying to do something to you or actually did try to do something to you. Now, it's important to just know that spells and hexes, they come, sometimes they come in a three of, the coming waves of three. So, and it's always worse than the last. So, just pay attention to the three, three, three sign. If it happened three times, mm, come talk to me. Let's have a discussion and maybe I can help you figure out if somebody actually did something to you. And if you suspect that you have been a target of a curse, hit me up and I can help you get a divination done for you. I don't personally do divination work, um, but I do have a spiritual advisor, Sasha Godfather, who I highly recommend. And he is like com, and he's in Brooklyn and he's you know, he's, he's cool. He's cool. You know, he's, he, he'll talk to you. He'll tell you the truth. He'll tell you what to hear. And it's just up to you if you want to take those steps into getting the work done to help yourself. So let me know. And I will definitely recommend him to you, but we're going to move on now. So we just talked about how to know how to, if we've been hexed or cursed or whatever, now we're going to talk about why somebody might even want to. So it's real simple. Like, it's not rocket science. People be jealous of you. People are envious. People just don't like you. Sometimes you probably did something to someone and they want revenge. And the last one is very important. Power and control. Sometimes people just want to have control over you. They want to just be in control of what you do, your feelings. They want you stuck where you at. They want where they can wrap you around their finger. They just want to manipulate you. So sometimes that's usually why it is. Power and control, manipulation, revenge. They don't like you. Envy, jealousy. Or sometimes we're dealing with generational curses, meaning... We probably never did something to someone specifically, but my great-great-great-grandma probably did somebody, something to somebody next door or down her, on her block, and she hexed my great-great-grandma where she made the hex 
that it bounces off to my grandma and my mom and to me. And it's like, could be simple things like, oh, I hope that this is, um, this family of women never ever gets into a successful relationship. Boom. Now look at me. Can never get into a successful relationship. I'm not saying that's me, but generational curses do exist where from the past, you know, it's already have been done and we constantly have to fight it by doing necessary work, like cleansing yourself and stuff. So that's usually why people would want to hex you or throw a curse at you. So it could be because you've done something to someone in the today's world or it could be generational. Either or. Now, how to protect your neck. I like that term, how to protect your neck. I got that from um, a little Juju podcast, and she is very good. If you like spiritual podcasts and you just like to know how to get into the journey, listen to a little Juju podcast. She's on Apple Podcasts. She's really good. Um, She's teaching me a lot. And I think you guys can learn a lot from her as well. She was nominated for iHeartRadio, so you know she's bomb. Um, Just go check her out. She's good. She's dope. And I listen to her all the time. So, how to protect your neck. Boom. Divinations. Go to a spiritual advisor. Go to a spiritual advisor and get a divination done. Don't go to some random, because there are people who will scam you, okay? There are people who will really scam you. There are people who will tell you they are the top spiritual advisor ever and they know what they're talking about, but sometimes they really don't and they will try to get you for your money, okay? Now, a divination should not cost you an arm and a leg. If the price is obnoxious, the person is being a bogus person and they're a fraud, don't go through with it. It's just not worth it. You're going to lose a lot of money and it's going to be a waste of time. And that's just bad luck already. You already dealing with the bad luck. So you just do, you're just going to add more bad luck to your, your situation. So just don't. Go find a spiritual advisor from someone that you trust, who you know have the knowledge and the resources to give you the, the best information possible and the best people possible to get the proper divination done. Divinations are like consultations, you know, just kind of like a reading. But you go into a spiritual advisor and they do it a little different way. Then a reader is just someone who pulls cards out and they can see you going down a bad, a bad path, but they can't see if if it's a hex or a curse. But they can see that a bad thing is about to come, meaning a tower moment. So I can see if a tower moment is going to hit you, but I can't tell you if you, someone's doing work on you or any of that. That's something that you have to go get from a a spiritual advisor. So that's a divination. Boom. Now, the next thing you can do to protect yourself is cleansings. Baths. Those are my go-tos. When I'm feeling all funky and I know something is being done to me, my go-to is a bath. That's the first thing I do. And they're called drinks removers. So you do a drinks remover 
And I also smoke my house and I smoke myself. Not like smoke, smoke, but like sage. So sage in your house, sage in yourself. I say smoke, I'll smoke my house. So I do a bath and then I'll sage myself and I'll sage my house. Now, jinx remover, boom, you could get that from a spiritual advisor. I get mine from my spiritual advisor. Or if you are already knowledgeable on, you know, the ingredients and herbs and everything, you can make your own. You can make your own. Be mindful, jinx removers are not a pretty color. They don't smell like um vanilla or nothing like that. There's no flowers. It's not supposed to look cute. It looks scary. Because you're using it to remove something scary off of you, okay? So, a jinx remover bath is not all pretty colors and, like, them little self-care pictures that y'all be seeing on Facebook with the roses and the daisies and the crystal. No. That's not a jinx remover bath. A jinx remover bath looks like a jinx remover bath. It looks scary. After you do the jinx remover bath, um, another thing that you'll probably might have to do is something called an open roads bath because when somebody puts a hex or a curse on you or whatever it it's also a way to block your best your blessings okay so so the first thing you want to do is remove the the bad luck and then you want to remove the blockage so the jinx removal bath will come first and then you'll do an open roads bath which will open the roads and the path to your good luck to come into you that's it so, open rose bath, um, again, it's not a pretty color. It's not a pretty color because it's a combination that goes both with the jinx remover. So, it's kind of like the opening the gates um, of your darkness so that it just releases all that bad stuff out and lock your blessings in. So, it's called an open rose bath. That's why it's called an open rose bath. And it's not a pretty color, like I said. And the smell is very strong. It kind of has like a cologne smell. To me, it smells like um, papillon. <laughs> if you are Haitian and you know about papillon or Pompeii. Oh, it smells like Pompeii. That's exactly what it smells like. It's very, very, very strong. But um, it's not a pretty color. But you do drinks remover. And then you do open rose bath. And then whatever else the spiritual advisors tells you to do next. If of course when you do the bath it comes with prayers, um comes with candles, you have to light candles, you have to pray everything. Um you have to wear a certain color to sleep. Sometimes um depending on the situation, you might be told that you have to wear all white to sleep for the days that you're told to do the baths for. Cool. So, aside from the baths, you can also avoid wearing a lot of black i know it's heartbreaking it breaks my heart because i love black black is one of my favorite colors i look good as hell in an all black outfit when i'm washing clothes my biggest load is black clothes because i love black is one of my favorite colors however Black is not something that we should wear all the time. 
like all black you can't wear all black all the time because I grew up with the knowledge of knowing that wearing too much black blocks your guides and your protection from actually protecting you meaning when you go outside you know everybody has um something called a met that um a met that is like your your angel your guardian or um an ancestor that follows you so it could be a loved one so when you wear all black all the time when you go outside they can't protect you because that black is blocking them off so when they can't protect you you wearing all black you're picking up evil things you walk you walk by somebody's house you can pick up something you walk by the cemetery you can pick up something anything that's left out in the streets that's just bad energy bad luck you can pick it up so i try personally to not wear black all the time but i love that color so much and it's so hard but okay we have to take the necessary steps in order to protect our neck so don't wear too much black also praying pray 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 sometimes you just have to pray that is how you protect yourself pray every day pray before you go to sleep pray when you eat pray when you're in the shower i pray i pray before i go to sleep and i pray in the morning in the shower i give gratitude i give thanks and hope for a better day hope for a good day and at night i give gratitude and i give thanks for allowing me to have a whole day where i was protected nothing bad happened to me and i'm able to go to sleep in good health so pray 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 whatever you believe in pray to it pray to it we are nothing if we don't have belief believe in something you believe in science pray to your science Tell the stars and the moon and the planets how grateful you are for being able to wake up every day and be healthy. Pray to whoever you pray to, but just pray. That's all you got to do. All right? So, now, quick tip I'm about to give y'all. So, grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, write this in your notes in your phone. I'm about to give you... A quick reverse spell. No, this is not a spell to hurt somebody. Okay, I'm not giving you ammo. (laughs) And I'm not giving you battery behind your back to go do something crazy. But I am going to give you something that can protect you. And if you are knowledgeable like me and you know when something is heading your way, this is what you do to stop it in mid-motion. Okay? So... What I do is, this is what you need. And these are ingredients that you get in your house. A glass cup. Or you could use a reusable small glass candle holder. So, you know, those little candles that you buy in, like, um, TJ Maxx or in Dollar Tree or whatever, 9 cents store. The little small candles that come in a glass, save the glass. When the candle is done, save the glass. Right? So... Glass cup or reusable small glass candle holder. Some water. Water from the sink is fine. 
Don't got to get fancy. Don't got to be bottled water. Water from the sink is fine. Salt. A small white plate. A candle. The candle could be red or it can be white. I use red because red, for me, keeps, like, evil out for me. It's just a, this is a, like, they tell me, my mom used to tell me, if you are afraid of nightmares or afraid of ghosts, wear red to sleep. It's a way to protect, you know, yourself in a way. So I like to wear red sometimes to sleep if I'm feeling a little shaky about my day or energetically I'm not feeling okay. I would wear red so I don't have a crazy dream and I wake up feeling all crazy. So red candle or white candle, whatever you prefer, and a prayer. Okay, the prayer that I use is called prayer to the most judge and holy judge. So I'm going to say it again. Prayer to the most just and holy judge. I don't know if you can Google it. I don't know if it's on the internet, but I have a copy of the prayer because it was given to me by my spiritual advisor who took a copy of it from his book and he gave me a physical copy of it. So the prayer is called prayer to the most just and holy judge. Those are all the things that you need. Now, this is what you do. So you take the glass cup, you fill it with water, you add a little bit of salt, you take the small plate, you cover the top of the cup, make sure you hold it tight, make sure the water does not spill when you're about to do the next step. Cool. You put the plate on top of the cup, hold it nice and tight. You flip it upside down. Make sure no water spills out. Okay? You flip it upside down. You place it on a surface, flat surface. Slowly, take your time. Don't rush so you don't spill nothing, you don't break nothing. You spill the water, start all over. Get fresh water, get fresh salt, start all over again. Right? So, you put it on the surface. Then... You take your candle, you light your candle, and you place it on top of the plate. Well, no, if you flip the plate over, it will be like the bottom of the cup now. So you place the candle on top of the bottom of the cup. So whatever's on top, you flip the plate upside down. So now the cup should be upside down. So you'll place the candle right on top, right on top. That's all you got to do. Now, while you do that, while the candle's lighting and everything, you read your prayer. And I do this for nine days straight. Anything with jinx removing takes nine days to remove. You're going to do this nine days straight. As you're doing this for nine days straight, do other work as well. The more work you do, the better. Okay? 
go get a divination, go talk to a spiritual advisor, hit me up if you need a spiritual advisor, hit me up if you need a reading, if you're not too sure, too shaky about going to a spiritual advisor, you're not too ready about that, cool, let's do a reading, easy, easy, do that quick reverse spell I just, I just gave y'all, and do the necessary things you got to do to protect yourself. Pay attention to the signs. Talk to your grandma. Talk to your mom. Ask them about your background. They know a lot of things that can help you figure out if people are doing things to you. So don't be afraid to ask questions and do your research. Do your research. Don't trust anybody. Okay? Not everybody is out here trying to actually give good advice and good help. Some people are just money hungry, so don't fall into the trap of falling into the frauds that me on social media, YouTube especially, YouTube and Instagram. There's a lot of people on Instagram who I've heard are like claiming to be all these spiritual healers and da 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 da, asking y'all for money. And then when it's time for that work to be done, they're ghosting y'all. That's not okay. That's not okay. But because of COVID-19, if you do need a spiritual divination or you want to talk to a spiritualizer, you know, everything's going to be virtual. So be sure to pick up a phone, video call. We'll, the person will make it work. The person will make it work. So these are the steps that you take protecting yourself and that's it for this episode and I just wanted to share that information with y'all and you know it's important to know these type of things because I've had to protect myself and there's been times where I've been really sick and I've been like depressed or I've had to go to the hospital because I've gotten so sick out of nowhere because of things that people are trying to do to me. And the people who are trying to do things to me, they're not doing jar lock spells. They're not doing the little one, two, three, you could go. They're doing cemetery and doll work, okay? I've been told. I've seen it. And I feel it. I've 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 been a victim of cemetery work I've been a victim of doll work so I know how it feels to feel like you're not in control of your health and the things that's around you and everything is just crashing and you just don't you just don't understand what it is sometimes it's okay to talk to somebody and to figure it out so don't be afraid to do that and that's it for episode number five and thank you guys for listening and if you are somebody you know is experiencing these things and just honestly want to have a quick talk with me, we could just chat it up. Hit me up on social media. I would love to talk to you. And I will see you guys at the next episode. Mwah.